Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. It's destination listening for all dedicated golfers. It's what we do every Sunday right here on Tea to Green, the golf show. How you doing? Thanks for joining us and making us a part of your sports weekend. We hope that you are healthy and safe. Jay Ritchie along with Jerry Evans and another home edition of the show. We're hoping to be back at our home away from home, the Broadmoor Resort here in Colorado Springs, broadcasting very, very soon. Another big show for you today. The PGA of America made it official this week. There'll be no Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits. They moved it to next September. Our good friend T.J. O'Claire with the Caddy Network is our resident Ryder Cup expert, and we'll get his thoughts today on no Ryder Cup in 2020 and the ramifications of that for the golfing world. That's becoming more and more evident that one of the best ways to improve your game and to take strokes off of your score is to get a set of clubs that properly fit you. Just common sense. Club fitting is what it's all about. It's growing in popularity, uh, but if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. And if you're going to get it right, one company that can help is called True Spec Golf. The executive vice president of True Spec, Tim Briand, will be here today to discuss the ins and outs of club fitting here on Tee to Green. We'll have that and much, much more coming your way on today's home edition of the big show. This is Tee to Green. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at seven. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am I going to do? Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. It's America's longest-running network radio golf show, Tee to Green. Be sure to check out our website, teetogreenradio.com. While you're there, like us on Facebook. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Evans, teeing it up with T.J. Eau Claire of the Caddy Network next right here on Tee to Green. And now today's Ben Hogan golf tip. Want to hit your long irons crisper and longer? 
it's important to take the club back easy on your backswing. A longer iron requires more of a sweeping fluid motion than other irons. To achieve this, try to take it back low and slow for the first few feet. This deliberate takeaway helps promote a smooth, shallow swing that's perfectly on plane. You'll find that sweet spot more consistently, and you'll see added yards in your four through six irons. And now a word from Ben Hogan Golf. When Ben Hogan founded his company in 1953, his mission was to make the finest golf equipment in the world. That remains our mission today. We forge every club we make to provide the feel and feedback investment cast clubs simply cannot provide. And our craftsmen micromanufacture each club to your exacting specifications in our Fort Worth, Texas factory. You'll only find Ben Hogan Golf equipment at BenHoganGolf.com. Visit us online. You'll be glad you did. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing? This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Tired of the same old hat? CoverageGear.com is the top destination to find the hats and gear you need to represent your favorite pro teams and players. Head to CoverageGear.com with the promo code radio and grab a cap with the iconic jersey number of the all-time greats and current stars from the NBA, NFL, MLB, and more. These classic hats come in the font and style of the Superstars team. So with the number 30 from Golden State, number 2 from the Yankees, number 23 from the Bulls, or a number 12 from the Packers, CoverageGear.com will help you honor the legends of yesterday and today. Check out our collection of dad hats, trucker caps, beanies, stickers, and more. Use promo code RADIO and get 20% off. That's promo code RADIO at CoverageGear.com coveragegear.com we've got you covered Mm, making popcorn for movie night? Well, who are you? This is your wake-up call from TrackFoam Wireless. What if every time you tried a new streaming service, you had to buy a new TV? Uh, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah, some wireless companies do that when you switch, make you buy a new phone. Right. But TrackFoam Wireless lets you keep your phone and your number and your network and gives you unlimited talk and text starting at $20 a month. Seriously, who are you? This is your wake-up call, people. TrackFoam Wireless. Now you're in control. Oh, oh, you're burning it. Oh, no. Available at major retailers. See terms and conditions at TrackFoam.com. Talking golf. It's the two weeks a year and loving it. It is T to Green, the golf show, now on Sirius XM, Channel 211, and the Sirius XM app. Great to be back with you for another big show on a Sunday. Jay Ritchie alongside Jerry Evans. Hi, Jerry. How you doing? I'm doing great, Jay. Uh, another wonderful day, and we're here to, and excited to talk about golf once again. We've got a good show today. Later on in the hour, Tim Brian's going to join us from True Spec Golf. Uh, their thing is club fitting. We've done a few shows in the past about club fitting. We haven't talked to anybody with TruSpect, and he's going to join us uh, to tell us some of the do's and don'ts and the ins and outs of the proper way to get fitted for your, your golf clubs. From a personal point of view, I think it's a great idea because uh, if you really want to go out and enjoy the game, 
it's great to have a set of clubs that you feel very comfortable with, you know, in your hand positioning and, and everything that goes along with it. So if, if you have the opportunity, definitely get your clubs fitted for you. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll really help your game, and that's for sure. And I think more and more people are finally beginning to realize that and discover that. Well, a lot to unpack in the world of golf these days, and one of the big stories that came out uh, this week, and I, I don't think it was a major surprise to a lot of people, but the PGA of America finally pulled the plug on the Ryder Cup, and that's what we're going to talk about with our next guest, who is T.J. O'Claire. T.J.'s been our resident Ryder Cup guy on the show for the past decade, and whenever we want to talk about Ryder Cup, he is the man from the Caddy Network, T.J. O'Claire, back with us on the show today. Hi, T.J., how you doing? I'm great, Jay. How are you guys? We're good. It's been a while since we've talked. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well, hanging in there. I, I made the transition a couple of years ago from PGA.com after uh, a 13-year run over to the Caddy Network, um, which has been great. It's been fun to, to kind of grow something here. But as you just mentioned, when it comes to Ryder Cup and really anything PGA Tour related, I am keeping a close eye on all of it. How you doing with the, with the Caddy Network? What's happening there? Yeah, we're doing great. We have a partnership with the Association of Professional Tour Caddies, the APTC, which consists of about 190 caddies on the PGA Tour and Corn Ferry Tour, and they're equity partners of our website, so they help us out with content. And then uh, over the course of this pandemic, I was able to start a podcast. Uh, so, you know, we do that once every Monday. It's called Under the Strap. I have caddy uh, guests every week, and uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. Well, okay, how can people hear that or find it? We are on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, Google, and Stitcher. You just have to search Caddy Network, and it'll bring it up. And we've we've had some tremendous guests so far. We've had guys like uh, Mike Fluff-Cowan, we've had Joe LaCava, who caddies for Tiger Woods, um, several other Masters-winning caddies, uh, and then actually this this recording I had this past week, which will go up this coming Monday, was with uh, Jerry Fultz from the Golf Channel, uh, and he brought along a couple of his caddy buddies and Benji Thompson, who caddies for Lexi Thompson on the LPGA, and then Kip Henley, who's with Stuart Sink over on the uh, PGA Tour. TJ, if, if somebody wants to go through the process of becoming a caddy, do you guys help them all, all, all along the way? Well, I would say we, we help them along the way just in terms of advice. We do have a uh, well-trafficked, frequently asked question section on the website, and Believe it or not, one of the most frequently asked questions is, how do I become a PGA Tour caddy? So our guys who have been at it for years just give advice to our readers about what to do. And, you know, a lot of it's a grind. People don't realize what these guys have been through. Not everybody is in the situation that a guy like Harry Diamond is in who caddies for Rory McIlroy, who's been his, his best friend his whole life. A lot of these guys start out, you know, in parking lots on the Corn Ferry Tour or the LPGA just asking around, hey, you, you need a, 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 a caddy this week, and then they go out and, and go from there, and they really have to earn their stripes to get up to that top level unless they know somebody. I bet you get some great uh, great guests and some great stories out of these guys. Oh, we do. I mean, they're, they're terrific. You know, in fact, one I'll share with you right here. Um, you know, I, I always try to have on the podcast, we have the PGA Tour caddies, but then I try to get somebody closely associated with the game who may be a bigger name. So, as I mentioned, Jerry Fultz, he had this – terrific story about this guy bill doctor who used to caddy for him and as jerry described him he said you know he was he was a bit of a heavy drinker so he said i can remember one round uh this was in the early 90s on what was then the hogan tour and he said we're playing a thursday morning round real early out real early on about the eighth or ninth hole and he said 
I noticed my caddy is, is sipping something out of my head cover. And I walked <laughs> over and I looked in and he said he's got a tall boy beer in, in the head cover. And Jerry says, Bill, you can't be drinking while I'm playing. And he said, I'll tell you what, Jerry, you start playing and I'll stop drinking. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Right. Sound advice. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you found a good home there. Best of, continued success and best of luck to you with the Caddy Network. TJ O'Claire is our guest. Let's talk. Let's talk Ryder Cup. We, uh, I, I mentioned I don't think anybody was too surprised. Maybe the the big question was what took them so long. Yeah, you know, I think, uh, Jay, I think it was just a logistical thing. I mean, there's so much that goes in to planning a Ryder Cup or even a President's Cup, which I think is on, you know, a smaller scale, obviously, than the Ryder Cup. But still, it's a two-year job to get into it. I mean, we have these sites that are determined years in advance. The area is getting ready for it. And quite frankly, having been to 10 of them myself, I can't imagine a Ryder Cup competition without fans. I mean, they just bring the atmosphere uh, it takes away the home field advantage without fans out there, which, as we all know, the Americans can use desperately. It'll take any advantage they can get right now. And, you know, for the kind of place that Whistling Straits has been to professional golf these last, uh, you know, I guess, what, 04 was the first PGA there. We've had a couple more there since. You know, it deserves to have crowds. It deserves to, to have that kind of atmosphere. And you just weren't going to have it without fans. And, you know, when I talk to players and caddies, who have played in the Ryder Cup or, or caddied in the Ryder Cup, the first thing we'll tell you about is just they get to that first tee and they've never been so nervous in their life. Uh, I can't imagine that would be the case when you're out there and it's basically a practice round. So uh, it was the right decision, and I think the reason it took so long was just kind of nailing down those logistics. You have to get the President's Cup to flip-flop years, and there was just a whole lot more into it just you know, than saying, okay, we're, we're going to try this again in 2021. Now, what about uh, what's going on with the current tour? I mean, I, I know it's not necessarily tied in with the Ryder Cup, but when you see the players out there and they don't have the fans right now in the tournaments that are being held, do you think that has an adverse effect on them as well? You know, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, Jerry, and when I think about the adverse effect, hear me out when I come up with this uh, maybe ridiculous statement, but I think it has more of an effect on a guy like Tiger Woods than the rest of the field. And my reasoning for that is because along with the intimidation factor that Tiger brought for years, and clearly he's not had it the last several years, he's certainly had his flashes of brilliance like the Masters and the Zozo Championship in Japan, but he was so used to playing in front of a crowd, and along with his intimidation, those crowds would kind of impact the guys that were playing around him. Maybe not so much the guys like Rory who are used to it, but you know the guys that are, are maybe middle of the road on the PGA Tour, suddenly you're in that atmosphere, and you know, you're you're getting rattled. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been out there where the group in front of Tiger is impacted by him because as soon as he puts out, they're running ahead to catch the next tee shot. Uh, so that means the guys that he's playing with can't put out, you know. So it, it's just a, a whole circus that comes with it. So I think most guys have enjoyed it, but from a competitive standpoint, I think Tiger maybe misses the crowds a little. Yeah, I. you know what? I hadn't thought much of that until you brought it up just now, but I'm thinking – uh, of some of his big wins and, you know, Tiger versus Bob May in that one one That's right, Valhalla. Or, or Tiger against uh, Rocco Mediate, guys that weren't used to that atmosphere, and it probably probably was a big factor. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you just you can't manufacture that energy, right? You need 
the fans there. And I think early on, you know, what we're, what this country, what the world is going through right now, I think we're so hungry for live sports that maybe in these regular events it doesn't mean so much. I'm really looking forward to a couple weeks from now when we get the PGA Championship over at Harding Park. That's certainly going to be a new look, right? A major championship with no fans. So we'll see how that one plays out. I mean, do we get sort of a wild card winner because that person doesn't have to deal with the typical atmosphere, or will it be one of the big guns who we've already seen perform under that pressure with with the crowds around? That's a great point. We're with uh, T.J. O'Claire from the Caddy Network. We're talking about the Ryder Cup, and we're talking about golf with no fans. T.J.'s going to stick around and do the next segment with us. We'll pick up on the other side with T.J. O'Claire of the Caddy Network, our guest today here on T.D. Green, Jay Ritchie, Jerry Evans. It's another home edition. Thanks for joining us. Scott Cuddy's in Master Control. We will be right back. The tap in for Tiger. We thought we'd never see it. And I don't believe he thought either. Tour championship winner, Tiger Woods, a winner again. Number 80. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Matthew. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, 
including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. There's only one other acceptable theory about how to hit a golf ball. Oh, boy. Well, I'm afraid to ask. Well, what is it? What's the other theory? Grip it and rip it. <laughs> Tea to Green takes you to the driving range with our tip of the week. The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts and the longest holder of the prestigious AAA Five Diamond Award. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past. Good morning, everyone. This is Mark Kelbel, the head golf pro at the Broadmoor Golf Club. I'm going to talk to you about a few driving tips and how to help you get off the tee better couple things we want you to be aware of. One is grip pressure. Very, very important. Most people grip the club too tightly, and especially the driver. It might be a few anxious moments there when you're on the first tee, but make sure you've got the grip nice and light in your hands. Just no more tension on there than enough to hold the club. Secondly, hit something that you can get off the tee and in play. Do not be so worried about hitting 10 yards further with the driver. If you hit the three wood on the sweet spot, go ahead and hit that. Get a nice, full shoulder turn. The butt end of the club and your belt buckle need to go in unison on your takeaway. Lastly, you need to pose on your right toe at finish. That will make sure that you hit all the ball with all your weight. For more on driving, check out the website, t2greenradio.com, or visit your local PGA professional. It's news, interviews, and fun for everyone interested in golf. It's T.D. Green. It's the Golf Show. Along with Jerry Evans, I'm Jay Ritchie. Thanks for joining us today. And before we get back to our guest, T.J. O'Claire, a quick note from our friends at Divot Magazine and a reminder about Colorado's premier golf discount program, the 2020 Greensaver Golf Discount Book or the Greensaver Mobile let you play and save more for only $49. What do you get? Well, two-for-one green fees, free green fees, half-off green fees, free cart rentals, discounts on retail, lodging, lessons, food, beverage, and much, much more. 88 total courses in this year's book, offering more than $12,000 in total savings. And if you've already got the book, you can double your offer and get the Green Saver Mobile for just $29 more. With the mobile... You never lose or damage your book. You can keep up with new courses and offers that come online during the season. $49 for Greensaver, $29 more for the Greensaver Mobile. For a complete list of courses and offers or to order, visit GreensaverGolf.com. Coming up in a little bit, we'll be hearing from uh, Tim Briand with TrueSpec Golf. We'll be talking the do's and don'ts of club fitting with him. But we continue with... Uh, T.J. O'Claire from the Caddy Network, our resident Ryder Cup expert, 
TJ, uh, we touched on this a little bit in our last segment, but supposing, let's just play the what-if game a little bit. Suppose they would have gone ahead and scheduled the Ryder Cup this year. Uh, a lot of players were not too keen on the idea of playing without fans. Do you think we would have seen a Ryder Cup missing a lot of big names? I do think it's pretty safe to say that that would be the case, and I think, you know, some guys, it would have just been taking a stand. You know, they understand what the event is about, uh, how important that crowd energy is, and, and I do think that that probably led to the decision, right? The PGA of America, as I said before, I do believe they were going to cancel all along, but when you had guys stepping up like a Rory McIlroy or a Brooks Kepka, who have both been in that arena before, saying that, you know, hey, it's just not the same. I'm, you know, I think Brooks even went so far as to say that he wouldn't play if they had it. So you want to have the best players on the U.S. side and the European side for that event. And if there was any chance whatsoever that they weren't going to come, you just can't have it. I kind of felt that early on the captains were were still kind of gung-ho for it, and, and then I kind of detected that once the players became more outspoken, I kind of detected that Stricker... And, uh, oh gosh, who's the, who's the European captain? Uh, Padraig Harrington. Harrington. And you know, Jay, I will just say to that point, um, you know, when I was at PGA.com, part of my, my duties there were to, to spend a lot of time around the U.S. captain. So whenever they had to go on these, you know, year out, uh, events that they would do at the site of the Ryder Cup or any media events, whether it was, you know, the New York City media blitz to do all the morning shows and whatnot, I mean, right. there's a lot that goes into that. So I'm sure, you know, Stricker and Harrington, they're jacked up. I mean, for Stricker, here's a guy, I believe, who's going to be the first U.S. captain who had never won a major, and he's playing in his home state. So he wanted it to happen, but I think, as you said, as things, you know, progressed a little bit further, we understood the magnitude of what's going on with COVID, I think he finally came around. But I think it was one of those things where it's such a, a career achievement, you don't want to put it off for another year, but, you know, some things are just out of your control. The Ryder Cup is a long-standing tradition, and uh, we all know that uh, all the players feel, you know, I guess, very good about the fact that they have the opportunity to go out there and play. But with what's going on in the world, uh, I foresee that this uh, could be a problem. If, 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 if the vaccine is not found, how, how are the players going to view that uh, maybe down the road? Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. We've already seen with the PGA Tour restart, there are guys that have elected, uh, you know, guys that are pretty high up there in the world ranking that have elected to stay home in Europe, uh, mainly because of that two-week quarantine as soon as you get here. So, you know, it's easy for us to say as fans, like, well, why wouldn't they want to come over and play if the tour is open? But, you know, when you, when you factor in that, okay, they're going to have to quarantine for two weeks upon arrival, so that means three weeks if they're coming to play one tournament, and if they go home, they got to quarantine another two weeks because they're over here. So that time away from family when you're not actually working, uh, it's going to take a toll. So I do think, you know, it, it's been pretty encouraging. We've certainly had some positive tests on the PGA Tour. But I think for the most part, with the fact that they've been traveling around and it's been limited and then the guys who have, have had it, we haven't heard a whole lot about terrible symptoms. And I know it's a very serious illness, so I don't want to downplay that at all. But I do think that those are encouraging signs for kind of keeping it going. And I think each week that goes by where we have either these low number of positive tests or no positive tests at all, I think it's just going to reinforce some confidence in players everywhere to, to get back out there. T.J. O'Claire, the Caddy Network, with us today on TD Green. We're talking 
Ryder Cup and the postponement of the Ryder Cup from this September to next September. It's still going to be at Whistling Straits. TJ, one of the other things that I don't think most fans realize is as a result of the postponement, all subsequent Ryder Cups after this one at Whistling Straits will be shifting to the odd years instead of even-numbered years. Yeah, that's right, Jay. And, you know, it actually it was that way for a long time. And then we actually had the 01 Ryder Cup over at the Belfry in Sutton Coldfield, England. That was postponed one year due to 9-11. Um, and I was, I was at that Ryder Cup when they eventually played in 02. And I can just remember outside the gates, man, we had these, these armored guards with machine guns. It was pretty airy, uh, to say the least. But, uh, you know, if there is a silver lining, I guess, it's just that the Ryder Cup returns to these odd-numbered years. And um, the, the other thing uh, that, uh, that it's affecting is, is the schedule. Uh, one of the concerns was the fact that it would be kind of bumping up with the U.S. Open. That's not going to happen now. Yeah, no, that, that won't be a concern now. That was going to be awfully close, and I think, you know, as a golf fan, um, you know, I didn't want to see a Ryder Cup without fans, but, I mean, we are going to have an unbelievable fall, right? You're going to have the FedEx Cup playoffs, which are right around the corner, bang, 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 three events you know, in three weeks. And then we get, like you said, the U.S. Open, and we'll have the Masters in November. And I think that's a pretty cool lead-up to Thanksgiving at a part of the year where people may not realize it, but they actually do play golf. But it's just a part of the year where you know the guys that uh, – are trying to get off to a fast start for a new season because of the wraparound schedule. Uh, we mostly see them play, but now we're going to be seeing the top players in the world trying to tune up and make sure that their games are in shape for those two majors. And I hope I'm wrong, but that may be the only sport we have going at that time of the year, too. The way things Boy, do I hope you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the Ryder Cup, the Solheim Cup. I've been to two Solheims. I haven't been to a Ryder I was planning on being at Whistling Straits this September, so I'm, I'm kind of glad they actually uh, pushed it back, and I'm keeping my fingers crossed for 2021 and the 2021 Ryder Cup. It'll be interesting to see what transpires between now and then. How how are they going to determine the teams? Have, has they, have they decided that yet? So Europe is going to stay on its same schedule that it had. Um, however, they sort out. They have a world list and a European list because a lot of their guys play over here on the PGA Tour. And then as far as the U.S.-based uh, squad, what they had decided on a couple months back when uh, we were in you know, the heart of the pandemic, which I guess you could argue we still are, um, they were going to give Steve Stricker six captain's picks this time around because we didn't know how much golf we were going to get in before September. Now they've backtracked on that, and the PGA, as far as I know, as late as probably Thursday this past week, had not announced plans on how they were going to alter it yet, but they did say that they were going to alter it. And there's there's no chance to... I, well, I guess there is a possibility, but it'll be Stricker and Harrington in 2021 as captains, right? Absolutely. Same captain. Yeah. All right. TJ, it, it's been too long. Great to have you back on the show Always fun to talk golf. Always fun to talk Ryder Cup with you. And, uh, again, for, for our listeners, if you want to check out the Caddy Network for more on what T.J. O'Claire is up to these days. Hey, T.J., thanks for joining us. Be safe. Say hi to your dad and the family for us, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Jay and Jerry. Talk to you soon. That's T.J. O'Claire with the Caddy Network.
Outstanding stuff. That was really good uh, information. Yeah. And it's a shame that we're not going to have the Ryder Cup, though. Next September. Uh, well, yeah. Whistling, <laughs> I guess we can wait a year. Whistling straight. <laughs> Make your plans now. And now today's Ben Hogan golf tip. Want to hit your long irons crisper and longer? It's important to take the club back easy on your backswing. A longer iron requires more of a sweeping fluid motion than other irons. To achieve this, try to take it back low and slow for the first few feet. This deliberate takeaway helps promote a smooth, shallow swing that's perfectly on plane. You'll find that sweet spot more consistently, and you'll see added yards in your four through six irons. And now a word from Ben Hogan Golf. At Ben Hogan Golf, we manufacture some of the finest golf equipment in the world in our small factory in Fort Worth, Texas. That's because we build each club by hand using the same process Mr. Hogan created when he started his company 65 years ago. We call it micromanufacturing, no mass production, and no shortcuts. Visit BenHoganGolf.com to learn more about our tour quality products and factory direct prices. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851 I've got the world on a string Sitting on a rainbow Got the string around my finger What a world, what a life, I'm in love A little help from old Blue Eyes there, getting us back into the big show this morning. It's T. Green, your number one source for golf news and entertainment on the radio, online, and on your smartphone. Great to have you with us on another edition of the big show today, Jay Ritchie. 
alongside Jerry Evans. And now you can make the most of your summer with an escape to the Broadmoor, just in time to enjoy a special offer with rates starting as low as 350 per night. Take advantage of the Broadmoor's Welcome Back Family Package. The Broadmoor reopened a few weeks back, and from now through August 31st, you get a 25% discount off of published suite rates. Children 10 and under eat free from the kids' menu when accompanied by a paying adult in all of the Broadmoor sit-down restaurants. This is Jerry's favorite, a 15% discount on Zipline Soaring Adventures. Not going to do it, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and kids 18 and under can play Twilight Golf free when accompanied by a paying adult. All those rates do not include apl- applicable taxes and fees. Check out Broadmoor.com for more details. And while you're there, be sure to check out the Welcome Back Golf packages being offered at the Broadmoor Resort here in Colorado Springs. Our next guest standing by, ready to go on the Tita Green guest line. We've talked, uh, we've had several shows in the past about club fitting and how to do it right and how it can really help your game. That's what we're going to continue, the topic we're going to continue on right now with uh, Tim Brown, the Executive Vice President of True Spec Golf. Hi, Tim. How you doing? Jay, good morning. Thanks for having me on. Great to have you with us. How did you get into uh, club fitting and True Spec Golf? Wow, good question. So uh, my career path, I think I've done everything in the industry except mow the greens and rake the bunkers at some point. <laughs> um, I, I, I spent a little time as a player, and then getting out of that, uh, got into club design and research with a couple of the big OEMs. Um, spent some time doing that for a while, got involved with uh, some pretty high-level teaching for a while. So when you take design, club design, and teaching and put it all together, you kind of get club fitting. And uh, that's how I ended up getting my way into this side of the industry. Yeah, that's a path that a lot of a lot of our guests uh, have taken through the years. We've heard that story from from a lot of different people. There's so many options and so many companies that are doing club fitting now, and not all are the same. What makes TrueSpec different from the others that are out there? I think the first part of your question there is a great point. And to lump all club fitting experiences into the same bucket, I don't know if that's uh, a fair shake. So when you look at club fitting in general, you have you know, entry-level fittings where you're going to a brick-and-mortar or a retailer, uh, and they may have some demo carts and some trial clubs available to you. And that would be one end on, on the spectrum. And then when you look at the other end of the spectrum, you would look at a brand agnostic, meaning they carry all the different brands. Uh, they do all of their club building in-house, which is a very important point. Um, so... You know, when you look at the different caliber of club fitting that's available, you know, um, obviously your average PGA Tour player is not going to walk into a, a Dick's Sporting Goods most likely to get fit. Um, they're going to go to a reputable fitter and builder and somebody that has all the tools available to them. So, you know, what makes True Spec different? Uh, you know, there are a lot of different features, actually. One of the first, as I mentioned, is brand agnostic, meaning we don't have any favorites as far as brands. We carry just about all of them. We do all of our building in-house. Uh, we're located throughout the country at a lot of different facilities, and we are validated by some of the best PGA and LPGA tour players uh, on the different respective tours. Uh, and not only do we work with those players, but they, they tend to do pretty well as far as the success. <clears throat> okay, so for the average golfer out there that isn't a single-digit handicap player, uh, what are the thoughts as far as the club fitting uh, uh, is it effective for them, or is it effective also for the PGA and the LPGA players? 
great point. So, you know, a lot of folks will make the comment about club fitting, well, my golf swing doesn't repeat enough. Uh, and research actually dictates that even our higher handicap players that may feel like their skill set does not make them a qualified candidate for fitting, when you look at the basics of their golf swing, it actually repeats. Jay and Jerry, I'm sure you've played a lot of golf together. Probably have played a lot of golf together over a long period of time. I bet you that the golf swing hasn't changed a whole bunch over 10, 5, 10, 15 years. And you could probably recognize each other's golf swings from many holes away on the golf course. And that's just a testament to the fact that our patterns are a lot more repeatable than I think people realize they are. You know, when you look at some of the research that's been done, if you're delivering the club at a certain mile per hour club head speed from a certain pathway and a certain angle of attack, your club head speed, path, and angle of attack aren't going to vary more than plus or minus two degrees from whatever your average is. So this idea that you're going to swing the club radically different from one swing to the next, it doesn't actually work out that way. And then last point to make here is that through club fitting, we can help with some of this. So the two big factors that cause players to have inconsistencies are where they hit it on the face and how the face is aligned at impact. And those are two factors we can actually address in club fitting. We may not be able to tighten them up as tight as a tour player, but we'll definitely make them better for the average golfer. So how do you do that, Tim? Is it through technology, robotics? So what are you, what are you using there? So we use launch monitors, both optical and Doppler launch monitors, and then obviously the fitter's experience and intuition uh, as they have spent many hours training and many hours working in the field, working with players. You know, at the end of the day, uh, we also engage in a uh, research program, a third-party independent research program regarding golf clubs, uh, where instead of just taking the word for it from the OEMs the way certain products perform, we're, true spec, we actually test this stuff ourselves. So between uh, in-depth club knowledge, um, fitter acumen and experience in the industry, uh, and then the use of you know, different technology tools such as TrackMan or Foresight Quad, it really allows us to drill down at a pretty detailed level as far as what each player needs to play their best. How long would a, a process like this take? I mean, if I, if I want to get fitted, uh, is it going to be uh, – is it going to be – uh, quick and easy? Is it going to take several weeks, several months? How, do, how, does it, uh, how does it shake out? So, you know, if you're talking about kind of the entry-level fits where you walk into the average golf store, it's probably going to take you about a half an hour. But then again, you're probably not going to get ball flight. You're not getting turf interaction. Uh, there's things that's being left out of the equation when you're going to an expedited fit, I'd like to say. If you're looking at one club in the set, say a driver or a putter, that should take you about an hour, an hour and a half to work through. If you're looking at every club in the bag, that's going to take you upwards of three hours, maybe three and a half hours to work through. And, and like I said, what's important here is uh, to make sure that you take the time to test each of the components. What I find of a lot of club fitters is that I use it the I call it the uh, throw a bunch of paint up on the wall to see what sticks method, right? So they just have you try a bunch of things without any real rationale or reason for why you're trying things. Uh, and that's not the way we do things at TrueSpec. The idea, we're going to switch different club heads in uh, using the same shaft. We're going to switch different shafts in using the same club head, trying to really whittle it down to what is the best club head component and what is the best shaft component, and then also what are the best specs. So how long should it be, how upright or flat should it be, et cetera, et cetera. I find that a lot of people enjoy the idea of, of getting that driver and making it the, the club that they really love to have fit in their hands. 
What about the other clubs, the irons, uh, maybe the wedges and, and putters? Uh, do you cover that as well? Absolutely. Uh, so we, we do fit all 14 clubs in the bag. And as you mentioned, I think a lot of folks out there are accustomed uh, to hearing about being fit for drivers, and obviously it's incredibly important to optimize the way that the ball is coming off the face of the club uh, to end up with the best results downrange. That being said, the most effective clubs in the bag to fit, especially for the everyday golfer, actually probably aren't the driver because when you think of it, you're only hitting a driver at the most 14 times around, probably more like 11 or 12. When you look at the clubs that are the most used in the bag, those are going to be the wedges and the putter. And a lot of folks think that, you know, putter fitting, I use the analogy of the guy that goes in the golf shop, rolls a couple putts, hits the corner of the table that they're aiming at, makes a couple on the practice screen, and then they go out on the golf course and buy a new putter. That's not really the best method, and I can tell you this, it's very rare that anybody out on the PGA Tour would select a putter that way. So I think what's important for the average golfer to understand is get your scoring clubs fit, make sure your wedges and putter make sense. If you're using those clubs more during a round than you're using any other club in the bag. And you don't need to have high club head speed in order to have proficiency with those different categories, whether you're, whether you're talking short game or putting. So every golfer would be effective if they'd make sure that their wedges and their putter are well fit to their games. Tim Briand with us, Executive Vice President of True Spec Golf. We're talking club fitting. Tim, if it were if it were me, I would I would go through my bag. I don't know if I'd have my putter fitted, but I would I would try to get the best fitting I could get for every club in my bag. What what do most golfers come to you for? Do they do individual clubs or do they do pretty much the entire set? Yeah, it's it's. I would say it's. Uh, believe it or not, putter fitting is the third most uh, performed fitting that we have throughout our different studios. Um, most common that they're going to look at their full bag. Second most common, I would say, they look at their driver. Uh, as I mentioned, the third most common is their putter, and then probably the fourth most common would be their sets of irons. But one one key factor that I think you know we're leaving out of the equation if you only fit one club, and that is your set makeup. So I know for, for you guys, if I were to go through your bag and I were to ask, okay, maybe one of you guys plays a four hybrid, may, and maybe you go into a five wood. Well, tell me about why you selected a four hybrid and a five wood, so to speak, uh, just using as a hypothetical example. So set makeup, why do you have three wedges in the bag and not four? Uh, what are the loft differences in your wedges? So just as simple as making sure that the clubs you have in your bag from a set makeup standpoint it can have a huge bearing over your score. Yeah, it's a great point. Yeah, it really is, and and that's uh, one of the things that I think is very important when you go in and, and you decide that you want to get the clubs fitted for your particular game. Uh, now, if somebody wants to book an appointment, let's say they live in Hoboken, New Jersey, uh, well, how do they go about uh, getting a, a hold of a, a True Spec Golf uh, location near them? Absolutely. So we do have 21 locations around the country. We also have three mobile carts which travel the country where we can come out to different golf courses and bring the experience right to the green grass. But if you're looking to come into one of our studios, we have varied options. Some of our facilities are brick-and-mortar indoor studios. Some of them are outdoors at some of the more prestigious clubs uh, actually around the country. And so if you would like to book an appointment, we'd love to see you, and we'd love to show you what custom fitting can do for your game. best way to do so is probably going to be online. If you go to www.truspecgolf.com, 
That's T-R-U-E-S-T-E-C-G-O-L-F.com. And you can schedule right online. There's a little scheduling button on the top right. And then you can also give us a call at 844-729-8809. Tim, have you had to change your model a little bit with the, with the pandemic and the social distancing? Has that affected you much? really hasn't because all of our uh, studios are appointment only, number one. And number two, it's all one-on-one. So nothing is given in a group environment. So everything is, you know, we're working directly with the clients. Uh, obviously, we maintain social distancing and sterilize all the golf clubs between every client that we that we work with. And, uh, you know, it's interesting coming out of this pandemic. We're actually fitting more golfers than we ever have. Uh, I think a lot of folks are fired up about golf. And the golf course is one of the few places where people feel safe. There you go. True Spec Golf, truespecgolf.com, the website. Executive Vice President Tim Brian with us today here on TD Green. Tim, good job. Thanks for joining us. We'll get you back sometime. We'll follow up on uh, what we talked about today. Thanks so much, gentlemen. Have a great day. Take a break here. Be right back with more of TD Green. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. 
Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Fastest hour in radio, the quickest hour in golf. It's tee to green, not done yet. Jay Ritchie here with Jerry Evans, uh, home edition of tee to green today. And there's golf on TV. It's the Memorial, Jack's Place, Nearfield Village, Dublin, Ohio. Been watching some of that this week. Uh, it's been pretty good. Yeah, did you see Bryson DeChambeau? <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau. What did he shoot on that one hole? He won't win the tournament this week. In fact, he's not even playing this weekend because he shot a 10 on one <laughs> hole the other day. I started watching that, and at first I was embarrassed for him right. because it was terrible. But as it went on, I became embarrassed for golf because he was turning into a real jerk during that, watching him, watching him play that hole and, uh, and taking a 10 on that hole. Right. Uh, it's one thing if you can drive the ball 400 yards, but uh, I think Jack Nicholas put it better. Uh, that that's not the only shot you can you need to make in golf. And yeah. You got to be able to chip. You you know, lob it in there, and then putting it comes gotta, into play. You know. You got to know when to hit the you know a particular club, when not to hit it, and he just made a mess of things, and he's gone for the weekend. But John Rahm, right, takes a four-shot lead into the final round today. Yeah, I saw a little bit of that yesterday, uh, actually a lot of it, and uh, it was amazing. He was just right on fire. He was doing really well, especially right down the stretch. That's a tough golf course. It's it is. A big boy golf course. Mm-hmm. Jack Nicklaus makes sure that you, you, you know, that you've got, you got to have some game to play his course. And, uh, John Rahm, uh, 12 under par going into the final round today. Tony Finau, Ryan Palmer, four shots back, tied at minus eight. Danny Willett at minus six. I don't think anybody beyond that even has a chance. Not really, no. Yeah. So we'll see if Rom can hang on and put a nice win under his belt today. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he wins today. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go out there with you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Our thanks to T.J. O'Claire from the Caddy Network for joining us today to talk Ryder Cup. And uh, also Tim Brian, the Executive Vice President of True Spec Golf, talking about Club fitting, truespecgolf.com, the website, for more information on that. And, hey, that's going to do it. Thanks to Scott Cuddy and Master Control. For Jerry, I'm Jay. Make sure you stay safe, keep your distance, wear a mask, and hit them long. Hit them straight.